Thanks for joining us in the gym closet. Today we have special guests in studio in the gym closet. LeGrand joining us. We'll be talking about some of his coaching. He is a coach at Crave Gym. He is also the head soccer coach for the girls at Southeast Polk. We welcome him and let's get this thing rolling. Welcome into the gym closet. We're reporting live, not really live, but we're reporting literally from the gym closet of Crave Gym. How's it going, guys? I'm here with at Shane Segabarth. What's up, buddy? Not much. How are you? Good, good. I'm here also with at Jordan.Hildreth. What's going on? What's happening? And special guest today is at LE underscore grand finale. He is a coach at Crave Gym. Uh, also coaches high school soccer, and he is the man, right? What's up, LG? I don't know if I'm the man, but I am a man. <laughs> you are a man. That works. That That's all you need to be right here. So awesome, guys. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast again. Um, we're actually finishing off a little bit of uh, the, the beer from last week, which is really surprising that it didn't go down in, uh, in this week. <laughs> in this weekend with uh with shane being in charge of the the weekly beer but um yeah so as always you know we're a podcast talking about fitness topics talking about life um and you know living that balance and and kind of talking today with uh lg about you know some of what we do at crave gym coaching wise and what he does what his uh, philosophies are and, and some different things so we'll we'll dive into that here in a little bit as well um but thank you again if this is the first time listening thank you and if you uh have listened to the other ones thank you even more we love you uh if you if you tuned in after the first two technologically (laughs) those are uh the worst ones and the worst is behind us so we'll continue to get better and better so so lg tell us a little bit about yourself um kind of you know, what your background is in sports and that thing. And then, you know, as an athlete, what made you transition into coaching? Oh, man. That would take me back to when I was a little, I won't say the word. I think it's the S word. <laughs> um, I don't know. For some reason, I was always into sports, man. It was just uh, that we used to be a, a great getaway, just something that you can just do with have all the freedom to just express yourself whether you were angry happy you can do that through sports and so at a young age i just got into it playing soccer on the streets of haiti um making our own basketballs our own rims out of a big tomato paste cans and nailing it to the back of a board and then making basketballs out of trash bags that's how it all started you know as a young little hoodlum running the streets doing all of that um and then we moved to the states you know, and, and, and the love and passion continued. And I said, maybe this is what I want to do. So got to high school, played football, ran track, did volleyball, and then also played soccer and in, played. In Florida, right? Yes, in Florida. Yep. Yes, okay. yes. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Stranahan High School. Go Dragons. Um, <laughs> if you if you don't know, Google us. You'll find us. One of the best marching bands in the country. <laughs> in the country. I love it. 
you, I think we did perform at uh, one of the Super Bowls too. You were um, in the marching band too? No, no, uh, I couldn't okay. do that. <laughs> Although I do play the drums, though. But went to high school, played football, track soccer, volleyball, and then played club soccer for the Hollywood Wildcats, and then figured, you know what, this isn't uh, this isn't all bad, and uh, was fortunate to be relatively successful in all of them. Um, and thought to myself, maybe I should give it a try. Let's try to go somewhere and play. But at 135 pounds, even though you run a 439. You gotta be uh, you gotta be pretty darn good to go somewhere, and I was pretty realistic. So why not come to Iowa, where everybody thinks they're great? Right? <laughs> Iowa. Jordan thinks he's a baller. Um, so decided to, to, to take a little take a little risk, try something different. Came up to Simpson and, and played football and ran track. Um, you know, had had some great times there. Had fun. Met some great great guys and. And um, while I was there, I started coaching. I volunteered at the Y, coaching uh, first and second graders, football, basketball, and stuck with the same group of kids. Took them from first and second grade to fifth and sixth, and, and it was just something I fell in love with because, we, well, one, we were beating teams at 99 to 2 in a basketball game, scoring touchdowns, just having a good old time. And I was like, man, this ain't all bad. So I trying to do uh, going to school for OBGYN like I wanted to be. And I realized that might take a lot of money that I didn't have and that I probably will never get. So I said, let's switch it up. So sports management major, minor in social work. And um, got into coaching, man, and got an opportunity in Norwalk with some U12 girls coaching select soccer. And ever since then, just kind of took off. And obviously, with the sports background, I've always enjoyed working out. We are fortunate enough in high school to have a strength conditioning coach. So uh, when I got to college, all that stuff was second nature. And then we had uh, Coach Snyder, too, down at Simpson that kind of fed through that. And just the love for competing and, and being better and helping people get better kind of steered me into coaching and, and got me into coaching not only athletes, but people, just working with people in general to help them get better. Um, and that's about the background of how it all got started. I think it's pretty good. What do you think, Shane? I think that was a great story. I, th- I, think, I think we would be remiss if LG didn't at least mention the fact that he is one of the best pickleball players in all of the Midwest. Oh, yeah, yeah. we got to talk about the pickleball. How did you get into pickleball? <laughs> Most know. random sport in ever, and he may be nationally ranked. Is um, I mean, what, what are you ranked nationally? I, I don't know how they do the rankings, but um, they, they, they but rated, I kick me, ass. A, they rated <laughs> me a 5.0. That would put me amongst some of the guys that travel and, and play and, and, and that's some big things. Uh, but obviously just like any other sport, you could be the top, but if you haven't played certain top competitions, your top might not be that great. So, but I, I have been fortunate enough to, to play some really good people and learn, but that just goes hand in hand with the coaching. I love to compete. I love getting better. So if there's something that's out there that sounds fun, I'm interested in it. Hey, why not? But yeah, anybody can come and get that work in pickleball. <laughs> in one minute or less, what the hell is pickleball? Pickleball. Uh, one minute or less. In one minute Go. or less. Who's starting the clock? Now. Now, pickleball is basically, it's a combination of table tennis and tennis, but with a lot less impact. It's more of a game about finesse and strategy. So tennis, but you don't have a table. Nope, you don't have a table. You can play it indoors, outdoor, basketball court, or tennis court. So now it's more about a soft game where you're, you're, you're dinking is what it's called, but we're just trading small shots, 
and just picking and choosing when your opponent makes a mistake and capitalizes. 20 okay. seconds. Damn. Damn. That boy's good. Nice work. That's it. So, as you can tell, you know, uh, LG <laughs> is is very philosophical in nature. And, uh, and so, you know, tell us a little bit more about your coaching philosophy and, you know, what, what do you believe helps you, um, you know, on and off the field, really stay in tune with your athletes and get the most out of all your athletes, uh, both at Crave and then, you know, in, uh, in, in soccer and coaching at the high school level. I think my flexibility and, and just my willingness and eagerness to learn. Um, I think <laughs> when I started coaching, I, I laugh at it now. When I was coaching these U12 select girls who were pretty darn good at the time, um, I, I, I could, what I, the way I coached then, I would have considered myself now a joysticker. You know, so a lot of us think that coaching is about telling people what to do all the time. Say, hey, you go turn left, kick it, pass it. When in all actuality, over the years, the one thing I've learned is the, is the complete opposite. Um, and, and so I think what has contributed to, to, to me being what I am now is just eager to learn understanding just that people. How do people best respond? How do they best learn? And how to basically get the best out of them. And then to also think about if I were to leave and don't exist anymore, would that person be able to do it on their own? And that kind of shifted my, my coaching philosophy and, and the way I approach things to, to now, you know, challenge kids, especially my girls, to step outside their comfort zone. You know, we say comfort zone is a, is a happy place, but nothing grows there. And I think a lot of people, society in general, have failed our women and our, and our young lady athletes in the sense that, you know, they're, they're, they don't allow them to be as aggressive as they can be. Know, in, in soccer, they'll blow the whistle quick or they say, tell them, now ah, you shouldn't play this way. And I don't think that's fair because you'll never know how good or, or, or what that person is capable of if we set those limitations. And so um, I think just my eagerness to, to grow, again, has been what contributed to where I'm at now. And, and in developing that coaching philosophy, um, basically, it's I think it's pretty simple. And I learned this uh, some years back, and there's only two things you can control in life, and that's your effort and your attitude. And I put that in my philosophy to say that at the end of the day, my goal is to, no matter who I'm coaching, how good or bad they are, what injuries, what they have, don't have, is to get their best effort for it. It might be what your best effort is, Jordan, might be, you know, 100% for you, you know, whereas for someone else that it's only 50%. But regardless of what setbacks they might have, I want to get the best out of them. And that goes with that 100% effort. Uh, and then their attitude. And when you're doing it, you got to have a positive attitude regardless of the outcome. If you're only able to do 10 pounds, you're going to do 10 pounds. And you're going to do it. And, you know, it's as simple as that. If Don't look over to the next person and say, oh, she, she, she can do 60 and she's twice my age. Well, who cares? You know, and so having that belief to say, hey, my goal is to get my players to do their best be their best and do it every single time and the rest will take care of this uh, take care of itself and just try to promote great great people people that not only will, will will be proud that you know a parent can say hey that's my child but someone else can say hey I'm proud to know that person and and 
just all around, but obviously in, in sports it's a lot deeper than that. But I'm not going to go into my right. And I think you touched you touched a lot on you know getting to know the person and, and knowing who you're working with, and, and even the fact of you know this person can only do ten pounds, but that's their hundred percent versus. 10 pounds for Jordan is, you know, 15%. So, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of, uh, I've gotten a lot of, you know, coaching philosophies from uh, conscious coaching. It's a book by, uh, Brett Bartholomew. And, um, and he touches on that a lot is, you know, a program is a program is a program at the end of the day. Um, there's a ton of different coaches that can write great programs, can schedule great drills, can put people through great practices. But at the end of the day, if you're not getting to know your athletes and if you're not getting, uh, you know, to, to know them on a, a human level, then then you're not going to get the best out of them because you don't know what their best is. And so it takes a lot to to really dive deeper into your athletes and be able to you know, get their experiences and, and, you know, find out what is their best. And, and that's, you know, that's definitely something that, that we, um, that we really want to concentrate on, uh, here at Crave. And, and, you know, I, I feel here we have hands down some of the best coaches, um, you know, in anywhere that, um, that really take pride in, you know, knowing their athletes and, and getting to push them on a way that, you know, obviously staying injured, trying to stay injury free and, and pushing them to, to get the hundred percent mentally out of it as well as, uh, obviously physically, but having, having coached in, in many different facets right now, you are your head coach somewhere yeah, Southeast here, Polk, yeah. Southeast, Southeast Polk. Polk. So, just left Norwalk. Yep. So, uh, just got the head, head job there. So that's awesome with the, the girls soccer. Um, and so, you know, having the experience at Crave and and the experience, you know, as a an assistant at Norwalk and and then now a head coach, you know, what you know, what have you, how have you grown through your experiences in Crave um, to to help your girls, and how how do you think you've grown in your experience with high school soccer that that helps you, you know, in the kind of the general public or ex athlete uh, type of demographic that we work with. Um, I think without <laughs> without one or the other, I'd probably be terrible. I'd be just as bad as as Jordan is at dressing. <laughs> um, hey, Jordan's got fashion, and we will touch uh, on that later. His, his, that felt know. unnecessary. Um, <laughs> but I think they actually complement each other very well. Um, working with adults is is definitely different. It has its own challenges. Um, you, you get to really learn how to be patient and you get to really learn how to be persistent too. Obviously, being an adult, most people are stuck in their ways. They're set. It's this, it's that. It's how it's going to be. And sometimes an adult will come in, you know, and, and they carry all the problems in the world. They'll bring it into a session. Um, but like I tell my kids, the moment you step on the field, I don't care what you went through outside. You leave that sucker out there because ain't nobody on this team did anything to make you pissed off. So you don't, you shouldn't bring it in there. They don't deserve it. Um, and so, having worked with adults, I think you know, teaching me patience, teaching me that you know, it's gonna, there's gonna be days where it ain't gonna work. I can remember times when I used to, where I used to work at the Y, where I used to do a session. Um, with a couple people, TRX and all that good stuff. And, and I could remember where sometimes it would turn into a marriage counseling session. Sometimes it would turn into just a social working session. And, and what that taught me over the years is that 
just like you mentioned, a program is a program. But at the end of the day, if you come in to work out and there's noise, there's there's extracurriculars going on, don't matter how hard I push you, I'm not going to get the best out of you. And so sometimes a session can just simply be, yo, what's going on? We talk for 20 minutes and then we work for 30, 40 minutes or whatever the case is. But you walk out of there feeling like you got something done. And, and those, so, yeah, those 30 minutes are 30 minutes at 100% as opposed to, you know, the entire hour. 60 minutes yeah, for for 10%, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you, you got more out of your athlete by, by dealing, you know, with them as a person. Exactly. You know, and, and that's, that's huge in coaching, you know. Um, and, and being able to, you know, we, we preach this all the time with, with all of our coaches and everybody does a great job here at, at Crave, but really, you know, taking an interest and going farther, going deeper, you know, all of our seasons that we separate into, not only they, they don't just have to do with, you know, kind of on the field is, is what we say, but in the gym, they don't just have to do with goals in the gym. They have goals outside of the gym in life, you know, making life better. We're in uh, heart and hustle right now, so we're doing um, a lot of work with uh, uh, breast cancer awareness charities and being able to, you know, donate um, donate money to to these awarenesses and and our um, our entire message this season is um, doing things with a purpose and and that all ties together. Both you know, doing things with a purpose gets results inside the gym. Doing things with a purpose um, gets results outside of the gym, and so. Um, you know, really focusing cognitively on, you know, doing those things to, to get the results you're looking for. And in, in, in general, you know, like LG had mentioned, you know, if, if we're gone tomorrow, are these athletes better for having us, you know, um, as coaches for a certain amount of time? And that's, that's really what it comes down to for me as a coach. Um, and, and LG touched on it and I know all of our coaches and, and any good coach, I think really, um, you know, wants the best for all their athletes. So, um, so yeah, that, you know, that's, that's a little bit, we'll, we'll wrap up a little bit of the, the coaching talk, um, because we have a, a new segment here that, uh, at Jordan.Hildreth, um, is, is going to, to, uh, to go through. Do you guys, do you guys see some of this, uh, some fashion here this weekend in the NFL? A little too much, yeah. <laughs> so there were definitely some interesting outfits, I think. So, so I I thought about this when I saw a uh, a video of Cam Newton walking up oh. with I don't know I don't know what he was wearing, and we'll we'll let Jordan the, the fashion expert with his jorts. Um, yeah, get, get, <laughs> I wear I wear jorts, so I basically so, know so, everything. So you he need know, to know about he knows fashion. everything. Uh, his, I think in high school they say the rule is those shorts that the girls wear when they put their hands down. It has to be by their middle fingers, and that rule applies to you, too. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know this is high school. Shorts, I don't know if it's high. Yeah, your shorts cannot be lower. They, that's just gross. They're exactly There we go. So we're going to get into this new be. segment. It is <laughs> Weekend guys, Fashion okay. with Jordan. So I, I think so. it's important to start with Cam Newton right where Tyler left off. Um, if anybody saw this fool walking into his press conference, <laughs> there was a lot going on. Um Three things that really stood out were probably those pants that he was wearing. I'm not sure what was on them. I'm not sure what they were for. What are those? Exactly. Exactly. And then he had a hat that looked like somebody poured candle wax on it. One side just had drips of I don't know what and a feather sticking out of it. 
Um, and then swagger. Uh, it's Indiana Jones when his face was melting off. That that was the hat. That but he was on wearing. the hat, exactly. Right, yeah. Uh, and then the final thing is this is just I don't care who you are I don't care what the situation is he had sunglasses on inside that is I saw that on it's the an, news this I hate morning it. it's, and I was I don't really get it confused. I've never understood it it makes me mad I wear my sunglasses <laughs> that, that's a great song right yeah. <laughs> if you get to the job but done you know though the, so, reason, the reason why you don't understand is because you don't have that kind of money. Well, but, <laughs> but other people that have that kind Guess of money what? look nice. You really? Know Russell Westbrook? Yes. Dwayne Wade? Yep. You Dwayne, see oh, those pants that he's Dwayne Wade. He has great sense of fashion. Awesome. Yeah, he but does. it's the same I'm type of pants yeah, that Cam Newton be rocking, man. That's not the same. Thing. Hey, when you so, got that so kind, had this, of, we had this kind talk. of money, man. <laughs> we had this talk. It's What's the, the difference? Why is it not the same between the NFL guys and and the NBA guys? You. Jordan, you think the NBA guys are dressed way better? better? I don't know. Man. Dwayne Wade doesn't dress. Is it's there's not like things that don't make sense. Like yeah, Dwayne but, Wade but, wears but, a nice but, suit but, with with the water, but, the high what, ankle. What makes it make sense? Because you don't get it. Or what about it? Von Miller? With Von the, Miller makes sense. Look, he's got so, this hat. See, Normally but, he has a bolo tie. So it makes sense because he's probably wearing cowboy boots. But so it makes sense because you think it makes sense. Does to Calvin Klein? I'm sorry. Is this LG's fashion? <laughs> no, this is, is this is this LG's try, opinion? We're trying to or, test we're asking Jordan's we're asking opinion. We're asking the George guy. We're asking the guy that wears shorts. Because, he, because Jordan fashions. I fashion sometimes. I'm a fitness enthusiast that fashions sometimes. And he fashions all the time. I was just trying to test you. So, yeah. I mean, any other notes from this weekend? I... Cam, Mil- uh, uh, I Cam think Sean McCoy was looking foolish as well. You know, like the some, I don't know, the man, open collar looked good. Who else you got? Who looked Cam- good? Carson Wentz and Cameron Wake, unfortunately, looked almost exactly the same, but it was good. They were wearing a peach uh, blazer with a white shirt underneath. Cameron Wake had a nice little pocket square. So you want it to be simple? No, because I think Russell Westbrook looks good. He's and he's Russell about as Westbrook. far out there as he can get. Russell Westbrook. What, what, you can't say that. Whenever I try to say it, I, that's how it comes out. Shit, I'm done. But yeah, I mean, we could probably also talk about Kirk Herbstreit. Say, say <laughs> what was the word? What that you creamsicle. There we creamsicle. go. He looked like it's a like creamsicle. Tampa Bay Buccaneer uniform. A, a plaid, oh. a plaid creamsicle. I'm sorry, Kirk. I normally like the way you dress, but did anybody do the the color the NFL? Color flow, what do, they, what do they call that? Color rush. Color rush. Did any any teams do that this weekend? Yeah, the Niners uh, and the Rams. Okay, uh, how, who was it's, it's every Thursday. But who night. was watching that game? I was <laughs> drunk as hell, <laughs> but but I remember the game. But I remember the game. See, that how did it end for you guys? Not well. Yeah, <laughs> it was close. And actually, the the pass interference call was bullshit. I don't know anything about it. Game. I know nobody else watched it, so I but we should have apparently it, it was like forty-one to thirty. Yeah, it was like the greatest game yeah. ever, right? The best Thursday night game in all history. And we're not we're not going to get into politics on this show, um, especially because we've heard way too much of them uh, this week. Oh, but boy. the the NFL, as much as politics may have ruined it this weekend, the games themselves made for. The NFL looked great. It was an awesome week. Awesome yeah. yeah. it, was, it was awesome. So I was, I was excited to see uh, some awesome games. Um, but now we'll go to um, some food for thought here as we leave for the weekend. Um, or do we want to do weekend plans first? Uh, well, they're kind of one and the same for me. Okay. Well, well, we'll go in, we'll go into food for thought here, um, starting with Shane. What's going on? My birthday is tomorrow. 
Oh, is it well, really? I, I actually saw that on... Uh, Happy birthday. My birthday's this weekend. Happy so, birthday, uh, buddy. What? My birthday's this weekend, too. Is it? Yeah, it is. Hmm. Well, I'm not doing much. I'll uh, probably come in while that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to work out. I'll be getting drunk. No, that's actually, I am working out tomorrow. Yeah, so that you can get drunk. Well, yeah, that's, that's that's my thing. That's, that's, that's your balance. Right. Yeah, right. That, that's your balance. Everyone knows that. When I come Listen in here, this, you know what's going to happen the next day. Although, so this is food for thought. All right. I am thinking about doing a, a sober October. Okay. Thinking about it. Thinking, thinking real sure. hard about it. I have a wedding the first weekend, not this weekend. Next so you're going to do a sober weekend or a sober wedding? I, that's my problem. I'm like, okay. well, maybe I'll do a sober <laughs> October Minus, Minus two the, days. Okay. Well, yeah, the wedding and then Halloween. Okay, good. Uh, can't be sober on Halloween. Right. <laughs> two years ago, I was puking in the Abelardo's bathroom so oh, hard that I uh, broke I a been. blood vessel in my eye. Oh. <laughs> so oh my there was that. It. Wow. But yeah, birth, birthday uh, birthday's tomorrow. I'm looking at you differently from I'm sorry. That was the that was one. And actually, okay, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get better. So we're gonna publish this in the future. So your your birthday is actually probably about three weeks ago, right? When we when we published the day, and then then we're gonna and then we're gonna the twenty eighth. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start uh, (laughs) getting closer and closer to live. Yeah, but but yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to start talking in the future. But but happy birthday! Happy birthday, Jordan! So food for thought. I got you. I don't. I don't have you. That that is your food for thought. I think food for thought. It's my birthday. It's Jordan's birthday too. We're going out to eat. Are we going out to eat it? Uh, I will you all know. beat states. Yeah. Even though I told I you we should go to today. Open Flame. How many of us are going? Four. That's it. That's all the friends you have. Yes. Oh, but I would. I would. I would. I would join you if I got the invite. We didn't get invited to G Woods party. Yeah. I Wow. I did. Tyler didn't. Oh no! I don't get invited to anything. I guess that's fine. Yeah, I invite everybody. My yeah. stuff. Yeah, I know. I know you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you lose at uh, Big Lars. Uh, <laughs> right after we, after winning like twenty games in a row. Well, yeah, you beat me <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I go twenty in a row. And well, when you get G Wood as a partner, and I get slobs like my little brother. Slobs. <laughs> How about you carry the team sometimes? I do. Oh, and the then Amber, you Amber do. started playing, and then boom, Amber cashed. Amber you were cashed. Done. <laughs> right, whatever. Uh, she might be the best today. out of all of us. That's some food out for of thought. All of you guys, so we'll, yes. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, <laughs> so LG, a little food for thought to end the podcast. Anything, anything uh, come to mind? Uh, anything fun? Thought. What was I looking at the other? Day? Oh, it's uh, let me let me let me whip out my records here. Records. Let me whip out my records. I tend to keep track of things that are great, and this was a great one from back in the day. So I tend to take screenshots and send texts to myself of certain things. Because no one else will text him. Because nobody else ain't going to text him. Hey, my phone, my I phone thought we're all friends dry, here, man. Why is dry, everybody dry. just yelling at each other being so mean? Um, I think, yeah, one of the ones I put in, the, out of all the flavors out there, why did you choose to be so salty? But anyway, that's not the food for thought. <laughs> I like that one, though. The that's food good. for thought, though, is... is it's called the unavoidable law of close encounters. I'm sure none of y'all have heard it before, but it is a thing. It exists. But that Explain. law says that the probability of meeting someone you know increases when you are with someone you do not want to be seen with. 
Amber says that same thing. She's like, I don't want to see. She'll go out in sweats or whatever. I don't want to see anybody. Yeah, and that's swallow. that's when we that's when we party and we see everybody we know. I know Jordan awesome. was that girl that he was hanging out with. Didn't want to tell anybody about. He he decided to take her out to the food court to get some uh, some great works chicken, and I just happened to be there. And I was what like, you Oh, you've been hiding her, huh? You know, the one you don't want to be seen with. You know, the I, one you keep I in hiding. I honestly don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. No, like, please explain the situation a little better so I, I can understand. I don't know. I only met the her once. Court. I only met her once. <laughs> took, took his girl to the food court at the mall. <laughs> Is that a bad idea? It yeah, because nobody's going to... Who's who eats at the food court anymore? Who's the, I do. You go in there, you sample, and just walk around. Yeah. That, that, that. Sample the food you, or the women? I thought you... Oh, oh, <laughs> you, know, oh, you know 95% oh, of the women <laughs> at... Uh, the, the food court is high schoolers. Our, our high schoolers. That's they, why Jordan took her there. He said, oh, nobody's right. going to see her. All right, and Jordan, your, your food for thought. I, well, I am a little curious about the situation. Look, I know it looks like I'm hiding something, but I legitimately don't know what LG's talking about right now. I don't now. know either. He's well, making you a false saying scenario. That, but this it sounds might, like you do. It might just be made court. up. I think it is. Ah, well, let's just go. We'll find out who believes if it's made up or not. We'll just leave it to the end of the public. Well, can you just, like, tell me? <laughs> Why? I could confirm. Just tell me what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I'll tell you yes. so you can, so it's possible that it could be true. It, it is. So then what are we doing? It is. It is true. It's possible. This is true. I, I regularly take women to the food court because only high schoolers are there. Do you have I'm Jordan's horribly on? embarrassed. Did you wear uh, Hey, hey. Oh, okay. Would okay. I be since in public on, if I didn't have time? On. Have you ever been on a date in Jorts. the last five years in Jordan's? Uh, have I been on a date Period. in five years? It's rough out there, guys. It's, 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 it's kind of hard out here for a pimp. I get it. I go out on dates with you, Jordan. We go out for a drink. Well, you're going this week. We true. go on bro dates. For his birthday, you're going with four people. Breaks, bro dates. Bro dates. Bradots. Bradots. Yes. Lots of Bradots. Lots of George with my Bradots. That's it. We hang out. That is it. All right. Sorry to sorry to hijack your uh, <laughs> food for thought here. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I was attacked this episode. <laughs> I don't know if I want my own segment anymore, and I'm not sure I want anybody talking about my personal life. This is a little rough for Jordan out here today, boys. <laughs> no girls are listening to this. Okay. Probably not. All right. You got a food for thought? I nope. No. Nope. Okay. okay. Can't <laughs> cancel this food for thought after defending itself from from all the vultures here today. Um, so my food for thought is Taco Bell is opening three hundred new locations. They announced this the other week that they're opening three hundred new locations. They won't have a drive-through, but they will be serving alcohol. So now Taco Bell is going to have alcohol. Um, so a lot of you probably don't know, there's a place called Taco Cabana in Texas that is more of a high-end Taco Bell. It's a little more expensive, but it's still just cheap-ass Mexican food. Um, but they serve alcohol, and that place on a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night is absolutely popping with people. They even have, like, mariachi bands and stuff, so I imagine it's going to be a lot that, like... That's where he took his girl. 
Taco Cabana <laughs> in El Paso. Well, let's talk. Wait, when is KFC or Popeyes going to open a freaking buffet? Oh, boy. Shit. Oh, yeah. that, nobody needs that. What? That would be bad. You know, exactly. <laughs> KFC and nobody KFC in Omaha has a buffet. When, when KFC? Yeah, really? Yeah. KFC and in Omaha had a buffet. It's going to open stop up a buffet. If there was unlimited chicken at a KFC. That's my point. Exa- no, Popeyes, brah, the biscuits. Same thing. Brah. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I Growing up, we went to KFC buffet no way all the time. And I have a 300 pound, 6'4 <laughs> little brother that was that big in his sophomore year in high school. So we went there all the time and almost closing down every single time. <laughs> all I'm hearing is 300 more chances for diarrhea. That's really <laughs> all. Diarrhea, diabetes, clogged arteries, uh, all the heart stuff. attacks. Uh, and we'll get more into Yeah, but I get rid nutrition. of all those risks. Yeah, by, next by working week. out drinking the next Well, day. I was thinking more pooping. Pooping? Okay. <laughs> when you're sitting in Let's the Chevy. When, you, when you're sitting in the Chevy. <laughs> what is it? When you're sitting in the Chevy and you feel something heavy? Diarrhea. Well, folks, thanks so much for joining us today in the gym closet where we get we get some good topics done, we get some stuff talked about, and then we do some, some bullshitting as well. So um, thanks again for joining us. If this was your first time, thank you very much. Hopefully this is a, a little bit better production value than the last couple episodes. And if you did listen to the last couple episodes and you're back for more, Thank you so much because we're not that cool and the production was really, really bad the first couple episodes. So um, thank you for uh, for stopping back into the gym closet. We are out of here. Go.